And on the SBTS, we try to get a flavour of our local football here in East Sussex, but in particular the club I follow for my sins, Hastings United. On episode 111, we're joined by David Square of DNK Non-League Show Fame, who talks how the show has grown over the years, his love of non-league, doing the match day comms for Enfield, and much more. Then we have the SBTS Fan Roundtable. The U's contingent are joined by fans from Folkestone, Margate, Enfield, Lewis and Canby. Enjoy SBTS fans. And now over to David Square. It gives me great pleasure to have David Square here. Not only is he the voice of Enfield Town on match days, he's also runs the non-league roundup show and does the Southern League's goal show as well. He's a busy boy. Uh, good evening, Dave. Nice to be on. Nice to be on, Chris. Great to be on. Cheers. We're just, just talking just as we just started, he's just rounding up that Southern League goals programme, so uh, I can't keep him too long because this man <laughs> has a busy life. Let, starting on that, really, what what started you off doing the Southern League show and obviously the non-league roundup that you do? That's uh, what's that available on the on the yeah Twitter? that's that's available that's available on Twitter it's on yeah. it's on Apple and it's on all, all the usual sort of podcast uh, places as well so we've been doing that now for probably about fourteen years um, we were literally the first other than the non league show on um, Radio Five we were the first sort of like non league program doing podcast etc we were sort of on a radio um, internet radio to start with and then when that sort of folded we then moved into sort of trying to do everything we possibly could want you know we had we even had it where we used to have it we used to do it at Harlow then Avery and we used to have like a, a lap, uh, sorry an iPad at one end my yeah. mobile phone at the other end on two tripods you know straight in and then basically connected to the wi-fi but one will be connected to twitter live the other one will be onto facebook live and used to ping them both at the same time and i used to go to these places with like a car load of equipment do you know what i mean just to get all this to, to work and i say we used to be you know, there's only two of us doing it at a time and of course now it's gone bonkers now because everybody's doing it now but uh it's you know something we've been doing for 14 years. Been lucky enough to have people like Matt Letizia on the show and uh, Tony Gal, um, and the list goes on. Steve Bennett, referees Mark Halsey, and 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 so on and so on. And it's, it's one of those things where you look at your mobile phone and see all these celebs on your phone. You think, but I'm just a supermarket assistant manager. Like, what's that <laughs> all about? You know. But it's it's good fun. We me and Keith enjoy doing it. You know, Keith's the sort of third co-host that I've had with me. Uh, doing the show and he's very very experienced and because he used to do the non-league show with Caroline Barker and Dave Anderson as well mm. uh, so he's a great asset to have on the show and of course Ali uh, the uh, Cray Wanderers physio she comes on and joins us as well when she's free uh, to come on and, and put sort of her side of stuff so it's, it's it's a really good nice little show to do and the Southern League show is that 
Yeah, the Summer League show was an idea that I've had for a long, long time. It was basically something that I pitched to the chairman at the Eastman League and said to him, look, you know, we could do something like this. Uh, we won't go into it, you know, certainly ain't going to be going into what happened there, but it, it got to a stage where, um, it, you know, it didn't really come come to pass. And it was just a, sort of like a soldering thing in the back of my head for a long, long time. Um, and then... We did an interview during COVID with uh, Anthony Hughes, uh, who then was the vice chairman of the Southern League. And he was one of these guys that you could sit and listen to for hours and hours and hours and not be bored. And he would answer questions when we did a we did a vice chairman special and he you asked him questions and he was just completely open just said what he wanted to say. Um, it was none of this sort of like, well, be careful. I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say that. He was completely open all the way through. And then I just spoke to him and said, look, you know, is there any chance that we could have a chat? We had a chat, myself, him, um, and of course, Jason Mills as well at the uh, Southern League. Put the idea to him. We, and it was sort of like, put on the back burner a little bit because we started doing a couple of other shows for him, a weekly preview show of the weekend's games with uh, Steve Whitney, who unfortunately passed away uh, a few weeks ago uh, from cancer. And, and we used to do that show quite well. And then this one sort of molested itself, or put yourself into it, if you know what I'm trying to say, he came in. And uh, so we've been we've been doing that show now for the last season, I suppose. And, you know, just recently was uh, nominated uh, for a Football Content Award as well, where last week we were up in... Uh, Anfield, uh, with 500 other people there sitting around, you know, looking at these at these awards, um, you know, and we got to a situation where, you know, top 10 in our category of 65,000 people that were nominated. So it, we didn't win, but it was one of those situations where, yeah. I'm, I know, no disrespect, I'm, I'm one of these people that second place is no place. Do you know what I mean? I'm very much uh, somebody that if I'm playing musical chairs with the kids, the chairs go out, you know, get pulled away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I want to win. And that's just what I'm like, unfortunately. Yeah. So which, you know, you come away, and for me now, it's a case of doubling the efforts and and, and you know and trying to do that. But as I said on an interview the other day, the stuff I do for non-league football, it feels like a, a job that you're not getting paid for, but you thoroughly enjoy doing. Like you know, because I say we, we do do those shows, do the Enfield Town stuff, you know, like we did last weekend against you guys, and and, and this sort of stuff as well. And um, you know, we do we do all that. We do an um, an our local, uh, sorry, our local non-league show on a Sunday night as well with the Ware manager and Walthamstow manager, uh, Enfield Town manager when he's not on, Wellington City manager as well. So we do interviews with them on a Sunday night. So I suppose all in all, after doing a fifty-hour a week job, um, <laughs> you know, I'm doing probably about twenty, thirty hours a week on non-league football as well. Um, and it, listen, I mean, I'm there. It's not about me. It's about trying to promote as much as I can non-league football. Yeah. Um, you know, with the help of Repos, as you can see behind me as well as a sponsor. But it, it's, it's, that's what I just love, just spon- you know, just literally promoting non-league football. And that's, and that's all it's really all about, really. Well, I'd just say, like, I've, I've been doing this for coming up to nearly four years now. And, and that is it. It is about getting that word out. You know, once you've got the bug and it, you've got the way, a way of putting that across to other people, you know, it, it, the, the, the volunteers that keep all this going, you know, like none of us, Make any well, I, well, I hope you obviously you've got a bit of a sponsor there, which is excellent because you've you've got about eighty hats there that uh, you talk <laughs> about your spinning. So you, you need someone to pay for something, but um, no, it's just because we all love the game. And I mean, I mean, just 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 keeping on 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 the non-league roundup show. I know you mentioned a few big names, but what what was your favourite, your best interview? Is there uh-huh. anyone that comes out like? No, there's one that comes out absolutely massive and do you know what it's going to bug me because i can't remember the gentleman's name and it's it's oh it's, and i know i've got him on the site on like a, a 
uh, a WhatsApp message or mm. I'm just checking now as I'm talking to you, see if I yeah. can find the guy's name. But basically, the gentleman at the time um, was the chairman of Crawley Down Gatwick. Okay. Um, and um, so we got him on the show and said, look, would you like to come on? And uh, and so he said, yeah, Dave, he said, not a problem. He said, but the only downside to it is, he said, we're on, I'm on the uh, burger bar. He said, someone's pulled out doing a burger bar. He said, so I'm doing the under 18s. He said, so basically I'm doing the burger bar on whatever night it was. I can't remember when it was. So I said, that's all right. I said, no, not a problem. I said, you know, we're in the studio. You know, you know we'll, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll be live, but it's not a major problem. You know, we'll, we'll have a laugh and a joke with it. So he said, mm. well, he said, as long as you're happy with that, he said, then, then great. And uh, so we were sitting there, we was just chatting to him about Crawley Dan Gatwick and just, you know, really enjoying the conversation. And all of a sudden he just says to me, Dave, do you mind? I went, no, no, go on. Mm. And you can hear this guy in the background. And he's going, yeah, he says, I want uh, two burgers, uh, chips, <laughs> bob roll, you know, salsa, salsa, salsa. And, and it was just, we were just sitting there, me and Keith yeah. were just sitting in the studio, you know, crying and crying with <laughs> laughing, um, you know, because it was just, we just turned around and said, we won't get this on, you know, uh, Radio 5 or yeah. Sky. Do you know what I mean? And the guy was, you know, trying to say, he just summed up non-league football yeah. sort of perfectly. I mean, that was my my you know the, the best one i can honestly say i enjoyed it but i think the one that um the two that went it was two that went viral one that sort of stopped me i'm very much a talker um and i remember going to one of these shows we were doing uh, up in harlow when we used to do it in the back of a shop with the radio and we walked it got down the far for some reason my wife was driving that night to take us to Harlow, and i was in the passenger seat and the phone went off and it was a guy called jerry from kingstonian and i'm thinking Okay, what does Jerry from Kingstonian want with me? Like, you know, and then anyway, he, he said, Hello, Dave. He said, I've got somebody here that wants to speak to you. Oh, okay, fair enough. And he hand, you know, he hands the phone over. Apologies, my ring doorbell going on. But he's, he starts talking, and uh, you know, when you hear a distinctive voice on the end of a phone, somebody that you've always wanted to speak to, and mm. it just completely frazzled me completely. And I, he's sort of like, mumbling over me words, couldn't say, Dave, what's the matter? What's the matter? Like this. <laughs> of course, on the other end of the phone was a certain Mr. Matthew, uh, Martin Tyler. Oh, wow. And, wow. and it was hey. like, oh, this is just not, what's going on? Yeah. It's just, just crazy stuff, you know? And uh, so, yeah, we had that sort of chat with Martin Tyler and then Martin came on sort of a couple of weeks later and came on to the show. Oh, but I think the two viral ones was, and you might remember this, a few years ago when um, uh, Bill Ricky, um had a, shall we say, a very, very... Uh, famous um or infamous whatever you want to say sort of uh, <laughs> um you know and he came into the show and uh you know that show went bonkers and he said a few bits about the then you know manager and so forth and of course the manager being craig uh who's now the manager down at chesson mm. and he came on the following week and yeah. he his side of the story and his side of the story ended up being a two-week special because it just because once you like talking you can't stop him yeah. worse. um and uh, you know and i think even on those shows it was like three or four thousand people and a thousand people downloaded the podcast and etc etc so you, you got those sort of you know sort of really sort of viral you know uh ones as well that went there and you it's great because you talk to all these different people on the show, not necessarily just famous people, but you get to speak to like, you know, the tea lady maybe down at, at Hastings. So, you know, you might get to speak to this person or that person. They haven't necessarily got to be famous. It's just somebody that wants to come on, got a story they want to get out there, wants to promote their club. And the idea is physically to, you know, to get them on the show, you know, and just get them to promote, you know, um, what they want to to physically promote for their for their actual club. 
Okay, well, talking about promoting clubs, obviously you do the Enfield Town uh, commentary. Now, how long have you been doing that for, Dave? Uh, we've been doing that now for, I think we started it. I'm just trying to think when we did start it. I think we, after Christmas last year, end of the season last year, mm. uh, and then sort of, um, then it sort of come into in, into this year. Because I, I really didn't have a club at the time. I, I'd, I'd sort of had a few issues and with previous clubs that I was with and, and you know, that were... Uh, for different reasons, not, I wouldn't say any of it was down to myself. It was just down to people with different opinions. Um, and then I thought, right, okay, I'm not being used to how I want to be used. And Enfield, we're doing stuff for Enfield, and Enfield sort of said to me, "Well, come down, come down." And you came down and felt a little bit of a, like a superstar. Walked in, oh, hello, Dave, hello, Dave. All these people, and I've never seen them before in my life, you know. But yeah. watching the interviews we've been mm. doing with Andy Lease and, and and the manager at yeah. the time. Um, and then sort of went on to start doing, um, you know, all of their commentaries and that. And it's a bit of a fun commentary. It's not, we're not Martin Tyler, do you know what I mean? And mm. Gary Neville, you know, we, we have a bit of a laugh with it and a bit of a joke with it as we go mm. along. But we enjoy doing it as well at the same time. And, you know, sometimes the names sort of trip you up. I mean, you're, you're number 10 at the weekend. I was trying to get his name right all the way through the game. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought he was at, uh, John, wasn't it? John? Yeah, well, John Ufa. Yeah, John Ufa, yeah. yeah. Um, Ufa for me was your best player at the weekend. I thought he was outstanding. Good player. He's actually in those pictures. In a, I've got the... I saw uh, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in there, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest, I thought he was he was you know, a brilliant player. And say your goalkeeper pulling off those four, four quick saves in quick succession as well was uh, Charlie yeah. Granger. Charlie Granger, yeah. yeah. No, he was. He kept us in the game. Incredible, yeah, you know, and a good game. It was, uh, you know, the score probably didn't, uh, you know, say how the game went, I don't think. I think it was 3-1, but if it, if it had come away with a draw, you probably would have said, yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, I'm just. Oh, yeah, I want to go back to comms in a second, but like going yeah. on about the game, I mean, I felt first for for Hastings, I thought it was the best half I've seen for a long time from us. We've obviously had quite uh, a funny season with uh, the previous manager going fairly quickly. Things had gone really tits up, and luckily Chris Agat has come around and turned it round. A few faces that shouldn't be there had gone, and you know mm. things had been rejigged. Um, but I, I felt we were a little bit helpful. That second and third goal that we gave away, I think um, we, there was some charity from us there. Particularly <laughs> um, the second goal. I mean, I know, because obviously I have Gabs um, comes on the podcast regularly. Gabby helps with the programmes. Yeah, I don't, yeah. you, might, you, might, you may or may not know him. Yeah, no, and, yeah. uh, and um, you know, he says that you've, um, you're not... You know, you're not a direct team anymore, and uh, you know, but that that looked fairly direct to me that second yeah, goal. And it, was, so... it was, and it was really weird because you know, mm. I sit next to the press office upstairs, and I know when we first started off with, with Gavin, you know, and and it was a situation where it was, um, you know, he used to say to me, "He won't play the way we played last season." He's no oof. He said, "As soon as somebody used to boot ball, we'll have a go at them." And that's what you you could see. He was sort of like, going, "No, don't want to play like that. Don't want to play like that." So when that ball was sort of pinged by, you know, by um, Dear me, the name's been now. But when you know when he pinged the ball, Mickey Purcell pinged that ball. Mm. Through, it was like, well, where did that come from? Because that's yeah. not that's in the playbook. Do you know what I mean? And mm. he just sort of pinged it through. But you know, and you know, bloody worked though. Oh, he did. And Marcus, <laughs> Marcus Wiley was one of those sort of players last year that was a you know was, was an in and out sort of player. He wasn't sort of used regularly, and he wasn't somebody you would look at and go, yeah, he's a definite starter week in week out. But you know, now. With under Gavin, it's a completely different kettle of fish altogether. I mean, the guy's probably the first name on the team sheet, probably other than the goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? And he's just been banging goals in for fun. And and the guy that scored the first goal, even Reese Beckles Richards, he's one of those not getting as many goals as as, as Marcus, but he's the, one of those players that it's almost like the unsung hero of the team. 
mm. does all the dirty work and gets in there as the chances hasn't necessarily been as prolific as as, as Marcus. But I think we always say, and you know, when we're doing the commentaries, you know, that you know, Reese is just had another great game, but no one notices him because Marcus is maybe banged in three or Marcus has yeah. banged in four or whatever else. But people sort of overlook the fact of the workhorse that Reese, you know, is when he plays when he plays. Yeah, I mean, from our point of view, I think we had quite a few chances that hit a hit the crossbar at one point and, and I think that's you know, bar still shaking, I think. Yeah, and, and <laughs> if you don't take your chances, you get punished. And I felt that like the last twenty minutes I felt you quite you closed the game out quite well, really. I didn't think we really had a yeah, I mean I'm, some some Hastings fans might disagree with me, but I didn't think we really had a sniff towards the end. Yeah, no, it was a good game. I mean I I enjoyed it. I know all of the Hastings uh, boys and girls that come along, um we were despite losing we knew we'd seen a half decent game of football uh, yeah. between two good teams trying to play half the half decent stuff. Only occasionally with a little bit of a direct pass from uh, the Enfield, but we you know we won't mention that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, just quickly nipping back to the, the match day commentary. The reason I'm mentioning this is we used to have match day commentary, and as 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 I'm sure you're aware, particularly when it's volunteers, you're relying on people to giving tons of time and effort and usually it's because they're kind of technically minded and they know how to set all these things up from from your point of view because i'm trying to encourage others to kind of maybe take that mantle on i cannot do it because i i have zero time but like if you explain if you can if you can explain like in terms of match day commentary how easy is it to set something up very uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's one of these things. I'm not massively, you know, I've been doing this now, as I said, been doing it all for 14, 15 years, and I'm not massively technical minded. You know, I mean, I've just bought, you know, um, a new software for the computer for the for the Summer League Goal Show, and it's like, oh, you know, I have to keep going into YouTube to have a look to see yeah. how do I, how do I do that, and that's basically how I've done it, and just speaking to other people, and I, I just went on to Amazon, bought a. a um, a, a sort of recording set off of there. Uh, it cost, I think, about 150 quid, something like that, whatever it was, and bought that. And it's just one wire goes in there, one wire goes in there, one wire plugs into your iPhone or whatever you you know device you may have. And I just do it live through Twitter, you know, on you know on Spaces, and that's how I do it. Because yeah, I know people like Bogner Regis, they do theirs on um, um, on a, on an app. But when you start looking into that. You know, no disrespects. The clubs haven't got the money to pay the yearly fee for the app. And I certainly haven't got the money to pay the money for the yearly app, if you know what I'm trying to say. So I just do it on wherever I can on the, on the biggest free thing I can do. And Twitter seems to be the, the, the biggest place. And don't get me wrong, we, we always get somewhere between 50 and 100 people listening to it. You know, it's not, not loads. Probably if I had more time and could go away uh, to away games, uh, then yeah okay then we might get more you know we might get more listening to it if we went say to your place and I, and I wasn't working weekends I could come down to Hastings and do a live game for Hastings then you know that 100 might be three or 400 because you haven't got the fans in the ground and they want to listen to what's going on in, in, in the game so that that's one thing that I'm looking at is you know at the moment trying to find a job that's Monday to Friday yeah. It's been the weekends off and I can put more time into into non-league football. So I'm sort of trying to change my sort of lifestyle around just to sort of fit around non-league football so that I can do more, even more than what I'm doing at this present minute in time. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's a toughie, isn't it? Because, yes, you've got the passion and, and, and obviously, you know, you've got the bug. You've been doing this for years, but it's you've got to get a balance right, isn't it? You know, in terms of money, in terms of time, you know, it's it's difficult. But the um, just just one one last question, Dave, yeah, go on. Um, yeah, which was just... Like you're looking at the Prem at the moment, it looks like, you know, I mean, Hornchurch were knocking on the door last year, but this year, particularly when they signed uh, Femi off us, 
who's like their sub, who's a sub sub striker, but still getting goals from. I mean, they look so up, doesn't it? I think so. I think they're what eleven points in front already. Um, you know, and we've only played fifteen games. Mm. It's just you know, it's absolutely mental. And, but you know, they're up there. Um, you know, I don't expect Enfield to challenge. You know, in in that position. You know, I mean, I look down the list. There's some weird names there. You know, you know, you know. You look at Chatham. You say weird names, but Chatham got promoted last year. They're up there in third. Did we expect them to be there? Probably this year because of you know the the playing uh, personnel they've got. Yeah. Biggest, the biggest surprise is Wingate and Finchley sitting there in fifth. Mm. Uh, Bill Ricky, I would have said that's probably the biggest disappointment. Uh, you know, Gary, I would have thought would, would probably maybe a little bit disappointed. You know, the 15 points behind Hornchurch, I think at the beginning of the season, you definitely would have expected they, they would have probably been in Hornchurch's position, you know, with some of the players that they, you know, mm. that they have. Uh, that they have actually um, bought during, during the off during the off season and stuff. So, I think it's quite it, at this present minute time. You can't say anything other than Hornchurch to win it uh, and win it possibly by Easter. By the way, they're going, but maybe before. <laughs> but you never know with Hornchurch because Hornchurch are just, I think, a bit like Berry Town in the north. Berry Town get a massive crowd. You always expect them to be up there or thereabouts, and okay. then they drop off at the end. And yeah. I think that's the problem if they get through into a sticky patch Horn Church, does that sort of lurgy the last two years with the playoffs sort of come back and all of a sudden they start thinking, oh, you know, don't like this, a bit nervous. But of course they've got a new a new boss as well. So um who knows as such, you know, but they're, they're going great guns at the minute. So Enfield doing all right though. So uh, you think you're going to maintain it and stay in those playoff spots? I think, I think you know, Gavin's a great guy. Um mm. you know, it's, Myself that had the chat with the chairman and said, look, you know, I, I felt, you know, there's a manager here that would fit the bill that, you know, the, the club put up um, what they wanted for a manager. And I was, I'd just interviewed him, you know, mm. a week before on the show. And I just went back to the chairman and said, look, for me, he's the ideal man to, 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 to take over. And he ticks all your boxes twice. You know, and he's turned around and said, look, as far as I'm concerned, he said, like, this is a transition year you know he said yes we'd love to be in the playoffs he said and that's you know in and i think that's what they're looking at you know maybe a good running one of the cups and and, and so forth that hasn't happened as yet but so it's still the the league cup but oh i think from what i've seen i would definitely Hang on, say, don't forget the phoenix cup or whatever that's oh, called. Yeah, the phoenix cup, yeah i forgot all about that one yeah that's this week yeah European yeah. game this week, uh, next Tuesday night. Uh, so that's going to be, um, that will be phenomenal. That will be there. Um, playing a team from uh, Denmark as well next weekend, uh, next Tuesday night. So anybody that uh, wants to see a bit of non-league European football, head down to the Queen Elizabeth II Stadium next Tuesday night because it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun uh, to say the least. But yeah, I think, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Gavin's a person that always wins a cup. I mean, he's won the cup numerous occasions for Met Police. So that's why I turned around and said at the beginning of the season, I said, look, we'll definitely win something and, Andrew, the press officer who sits next to me, said, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to win nothing this year. <laughs> so I've just got this sneaky suspicion. Yeah. It could be the Phoenix Cup, you know, it could well be that, or it could be the the, the Velocity Trophy. They're the only two we're left in now. So, uh, yeah, it was, you know, Gavin's a great manager and we always laugh and joke on comms because he walks backwards and forwards. And we've said to him he needs to put like a, a monitor on to see how far he walks. But we always describe it like he's waiting for his wife to give birth because he's just pacing backwards <laughs> and forwards literally constantly in front of the dugout. So, uh, yeah, it's all going well at the minute, you know, and uh, fingers crossed it can keep going in the same way. We do, you know, every now and again, we have a really dodgy game and it goes a bit peaked on, but uh, they, they seem to fight back and, and come back, you know, strong, you know, and uh, so... 
it feels a little bit different this year. This feels a bit more of an atmosphere around the, the whole of the club as well this year. So, uh, you know, I think everybody's bought into the way that Gavin wants to play, um, et cetera. And hopefully long might continue and uh, and we do make those playoffs. And uh, Or even, who knows? They have a dodgy patch. Who knows? <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll join you in there. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think we're probably more in transition than you are. But um, you never know. We might be playing you. Like, well, we, we will play you later in the season. But maybe playing the playoffs. Anyway, look, Dave. Thank you very much for your time. No mate. worries at all. You crack on. Take care. Yeah, and, and uh, see you again. Yeah, mate. Bye bye. SBTS Fan Roundtable. Amongst the topics discussed, the comings and goings in the league, keeping clean sheets, and that long ball. Making it happen was to those huge fans, Kevin Ben, but also Terry from Margate, John from Canby, Rob from Folkestone, Gabriel from Enfield, and of course Stan from Lewis. I'll say again, it gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 111. Uh, of the Fan Roundtable, Sussex by the Sea podcast. Wonderful guests here, as usual. We've got Ben and Kev, who fantastic supporters of Hastings United. We've also got the returning John Andrews from Canby, who, who we have got on Saturday, I hope, unless the rain intervenes. We've got Gabs um, from Enfield, and we've got the lovely Terry from the Margate. Uh, we're expecting Rob from Folkestone and uh, Stan, Stan the Ban, Stand the ban, the hood from Lewis. Um, hopefully, um, so we we crack straight into it. And uh, first of all, hello, uh, ladies and gents. You all right? Yeah, hey, Chris, Chris. You all right? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. evening. <laughs> I knew you were pleased, really. You, I knew you were pleased, really, Kev. Um, and well, let's let's go straight. Yeah, well, let's go straight to John because he ain't been on in ages. 
Let's talk Canvey. Let's talk. Um, I'm very surprised with how you've been this season. Um, I'm just looking at some of the results. I getting spanked six two three nils. Kind of um, seem to be all right at home. <laughs> seems to be all right. My memory. <laughs> You're sorry. <laughs> seems to be better at home and, and can score for fun at home, but away from home, not so great. I mean, what's been going on at Canvey? I don't know, it's, it's a bit of a weird one to put your finger on. I mean, I actually spoke to an infield fan a couple of weeks ago when we were playing there, and he asked me how my season was going. And I think the best way we can sum up, really, is uh, consistently inconsistent. Um, I mean, it's not even like we've majorly changed our squad from last season. We've uh, still got the crux of the same side there, added a couple of sort of younger up-and-coming players into the team as well. But I don't know, things haven't sort of clicked at times for us. I mean... We had a whole sort of month just gone where we've been sort of very limited on fixtures, um, where we got knocked out of the cup and the trophy early. A few of the sides been playing still been involved in it. So that's kind of been in any sort of rhythm we had. But injuries have hit us a bit as well. So it's been a bit of an uphill slog, really, especially with the kind of standard of competition going up in the league, it seems, as well. It's, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a difficult one. But, I mean, it's weird with us because... I know we can, as I say, we get them sort of freak results like losing by 6-2 at Wingate and then we'll rock up uh, another week and beat Villariki away from home. So, yes, if I, if I could put, give you an answer for it, I would, but I just, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Are we still in the uh, Essex Cup, though? The prestigious Essex Cup, aren't you? <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, we only just come into that uh, last round, uh, the sort of step sort of three, step four sides come into it and um, the team we played... Um, play step five Essex Senior League so I think there was no respect to them they seemed an alright little side but yeah we were expected to win that one quite comfortably so see what we can do in the next round I think probably some point next month we have to squeeze that in somewhere don't knock it silverware mate that's it exactly it all count yeah um, right oh, obviously Rob, Rob's here you alright Robbo he's oh, muted he's muted <laughs> is that a good thing how's now can you hear me now yeah he- hear me now hear me now hear me now hear me now uh, Rob um <laughs> Right, go straight on to you, mate. Um, are you comfortable? You, you're at work, aren't you? Uh, no. No? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just let's crack into this talk about Folkestone. What was it? I'm, I'm sorry yeah. to say this again. I'm the bringer of bad news. Mm. But it's one win in seven. Yeah, ain't good. The case? We're at the bottom of the form table on the football web pages for the last six games. So one in six, I think, we've won in the league. So it hasn't gone particularly well, mate. Yeah, but and it, it, what's you know and what's is that Ibrahim? I always get to Ulatand Taddy Tandy Taddy yeah, Olatarde sorry. A, yeah, and he didn't sound like he wanted to go. So what's that about? Um, I I saw his tweet as well. I wasn't so sure. He did say something like he wasn't how he wanted it to end. But um, we we have got uh we've got a lot of forwards. Um, and the squad's really I think the squad's really in balance because uh they've they got another lad come in. Oh, and his name escapes me. I can't remember his name now. He's been playing up front recently for us. and Not Dave Smith. Not Dave, no. But we at Dalitch at the weekend, we had Dave Smith. And obviously, you know, he's one of the bigger players. You had Ira Jackson, he's another one. He's another mm. one of the bigger players. And Ibs, Alatade. And they were both, they were all on the bench. So we had three strikers on the bench and we still filled in a team. So it, was, it did seem a bit top-heavy at the time. So, yeah, I, I don't think you can... Maybe it's a case of them... And the wage wheel down a bit, you know, there's a lot of really top heavy, I think. It's a bit of a Babs Windsor situation. Well, yeah. And that Dave, he's I'm sure he's on a few quid. What and a new manager. You got a new manager yet? Because I know you got rid of the No. Still yeah. 
Who's who, who's sniffing around that then? Who do you think is going to take over? Uh, I don't know. Um, I haven't got a clue. I, I really don't. I really don't know. Um, yeah, no, nothing's come out yet about the new manager. I would could be Paul Barnes. He's managed everywhere else, mate. He's managed every one of us. Yeah, he's managed every one of us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's any. You know, Don Vos, great players. Gone. Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry, no, sorry. no, I've heard things. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Steve Watt given the job. Oh, right. he's in employment. Okay. Yeah, I've. But obviously, they are. You know, they're, they're a nice club and they're local to us. And um, yeah, it would be a bit harsh. I was a bit sorry for him if you nicked one of theirs. But um, yeah, I think he's going to be a really good manager. He's still very young and he's done well with Hive. They were in the playoff final last year. Come out of nowhere. And this season, they seem to sort of punch above their weight and pick up good players, you know. And he seems to have a good, um, good spirit on the pitch. So I'd like to see him given a given a go at the job. But I don't know who they've got in mind. I haven't got a clue. There's little rumours at the moment. Who, who you got Saturday? We have got Bobner at home. Home game, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like that, aren't they? Every game is <laughs> games like we had Harringay Borough, um, Borough on Tuesday, and you know you look at where they are in the league, but they didn't play like that, mm. and we didn't play particularly well. It was very even. And they got a draw out of it, but we were poor. I thought they were quite good, and they looked like they had some good players. So it's not really a team we played so far. I thought it was, you know, I think everyone's like, apart from Hornchurch, it seems like everybody else is sort of like, you know, beating each other, and the leagues is yeah. really, um, you know, competitive, and you just can't odds what sort of results are going to happen every week. Yeah, can true. you? Yeah. I mean, um, even looking at the league table, everyone's really tight in, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, just looking. Yeah. It is all bunched up. Um, I don't know if you saw any of you saw the result. I think it was Whitehawk went to Enfield. Oh, we don't want to bring that up again, do we, Rob? Uh, okay, I, I think we need to bring. No, he's, he's he's muted us. That's why he can't hear us. Look, Gab Gab's frozen as well. Look, that's it. He's at it. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's, that, that, that's... that looked like a really good game. What I saw on YouTube, the highlights. So they, he's gone. Um, look, they, he's gone. Is he? <laughs> look, Rob, you're upsetting people now, mate. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Yeah, he said it. Yeah, he said it. No, he did say it was a good game, and uh, they, they mm. just can't defend. Um, but yeah, they beat us. So, but we we will talk about that in a minute. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, just saying about that. You know, the um, games where you think the team's going to turn up. Like when we, we played Carl Shorten um, on Tuesday, and I was really mm. really worried about that game. And well, not only were we immense, I'm sure Kevin Ben smashed agree. it, smashed it, mate. But like they didn't. We made them look very, very ordinary. And um, so, you know, I don't know. It's just, as you say, it's different, you know, like yeah. quite unpredictable. Hmm. I can't yeah. Gabs has come back. But um, but let's just, let's, let's move to Margate. Let's look at Margate. Now we've had a, I've had a look at a few one nil defeats here. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sorry to mention it, but one of Hastings, well, a favourite player of a lot of Hastings uh, fans is uh, Daniel Ajakai, seemed to nick it. Uh, for Hornchurch, were they lucky buggers? Or well, when we was leaving, their uh, like stewards and that were saying we made bloody hard work of that. Like, but it, it's eighty seventh minute again. If if matches were were eighty five minutes, we'd be flying by now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's his last minute conceding. It's it's doing us in. So we 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 played. We was at Wingate on Saturday. Hmm. Mm. We had five players injured, you know, carrying knocks. Um, Archie was on a band, so we had Harry Hudson playing at left back, and it was like, yeah, that's not your position, mate. <laughs> but, you, yeah, so really wasn't a good game. 
Couldn't you just arrange with the league to start your games half an hour early? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just they they switch off in the last five minutes. Oh, they probably won't make any odds then. Yeah, it's it's really really frustrating because that's that's literally last three games we've done that, and it's. Because you've not Very been that bad. Like, I honestly thought, like, I, no, no, I don't want to upset you too, but I, I did think you'd be like down like near the bottom uh, three. But they've what, you've what's got the some saying? great on, results. Paper, on paper, we're, we're we're brilliant, but unfortunately, we play on grass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just that that final ninetieth, ninety seventh, eighty eighty seventh. couple of games. I know it's I know it's happened and they've scored, but do, do, does it look like your team's bricking it like they're panicking, or is it no just been unlucky that's, that's or what? That's the is worst it? bit about it. It, it. You know, we especially against uh, Horsham, we had a really good game compared to Wingate game where we weren't particularly good. But even then, it was only a one nil. You know, we mm. we're sort of grinding it out, but we just can't last that last five minutes what, what did you think of Wingate because they're, they're quite up there I'm very surprised yeah they're the, they yeah there's a reason they're heading for the playoffs yeah but I was we, like we, we stood our ground because we played we played them and that was last last game for Paul Barnes and we we was obviously struggling a bit then and I wasn't yeah. impressed at all they, we, we we probably could have won it in the end from being 3-0 down but I wasn't impressed with them at all, but they seem to have picked up results though recently. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say Wingate, we hit the woodwork. We, oh, I don't know. I made up for it afterwards because it was my birthday and I went and did pub crawl on the way back. So nice one. Like Twenty-one again, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of years' experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one pubs. <laughs> it might have been because took us a while to get to the tube station. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, let's move on to Enfield. Right, Enfield, Enfield. Right. Should we start Enfield. with the White Hawk game? I don't know if we want to mention that again. Um, it's, it's up to you, mate. We have to, I suppose. Yeah. Um, no, old Dicko, uh, one, I think one it, of our own, it, got a couple. Go on, carry on. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it pains both of us, given uh, given that half of half of last year's squad for you lot are now, are now sort of applying uh, their trade down White Hawk. But um, yeah, weird game. Really weird game, just because... We went into half time three two up, and in all honesty, mate, we didn't deserve it. Um, Gavin absolutely lost his rag, and it's a rare thing for him to do. But we were three two up, and and we had made mistake after mistake after mistake that any other team would have just punished. Um, you know, we had defenders heading the ball back towards their own goal, and um, yeah, just really like on the you know sort of the run of form we've been in, and and. Not even form, really. Just just the way we've played and how how kind of drilled we've been at times. It was just really weird to watch. Um, you know, second half we come out, we make it four two quite quickly, and and we even at four two we had chances. But the strangest thing is, even though it really stank the way it came about, and obviously throwing two points away, and the fact that you know Marcus has got a hat trick, he's now league's top scorer. Really, on the balance of play, four all's probably fair. Um, you know, obviously the way it came about was just was just painful. But um, yeah, really, really strange game. Um, but do you know what? We didn't lose. And White Hawk, uh, a stubborn, bloody team, as they've proven all year. I didn't realise it had been like three months that they'd gone without defeat since they went to Chatham. So, you know, it's it might be one of those ones that you look at the end of the season and you think, actually, do you know what? We took a point off them lot. So, yeah, you know, no, but then I think so. a lot of it is me co- compensating for the fact that it was... It, Bloody stang on Tuesday night. It really did. <laughs> anyway. Well, talking of sting, I mean, first of all, with the White Hawk, uh, we couldn't beat them with nine men. They went down to nine men and we couldn't beat them. So um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a game, wasn't it, Ben? 
Um, yeah, yeah. They're dirty bunch as well. Like, the, don't get me wrong. They they played some good stuff, but they're a dirty bunch. I think they they have something like thirty yellow cards already. And I don't know how on earth they didn't get another five or six because they were they were Hastings. leaving a couple of naughty ones late in. Hastings um, influence but, there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe I've unfairly characterised them, but it, it seemed like that. Well, we just cheer you up. Let's talk about when we played you at your lovely ground. <laughs> um, well, do you know? Go on, sorry. Please. No, 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 please, Gab. Go on, start. Uh, I was going to say, I, I owe you a lot an apology because when I came on at the start of the season, I was waxing lyrical about, like, oh, Gab's playing playing really pretty football. And then, uh, as you well know, 50 minutes in, the, the thing that turns the game around is a 60-yard kind of alehouse pass straight through the middle, route one, and it's and it's 2-1. So, um, you know, it, it's the way it is. But, um, no, it was it was a good game of football. Um, I, I said to you guys at the time, um, we we just took our chances. Um, you know, both both teams went for it. Both teams, but for but for our route one second, you know, tried to uh, play the game the kind of right way in inverted commas. Um, you know, and and it was it was an entertaining match. It's just we we took our chances. You guys hit the bar and and were probably quite unfortunate. But um, yeah, you know, it was it was it's good advent for the league, good game of football, and uh, you know. And, and it was, uh, yeah, you know, it was something we were quite pleased by in the end. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we, we felt very could terrible. You... So, yeah, go on, Ben, you're cracking, mate. Go Why on. couldn't you have defended like you did Tuesday night against us? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I, I... I just don't know. <laughs> is the answer to be honest, mate. Um, to be honest, it's yeah. one of those games that if if it had ended up three one to us, it probably would have been. We probably would have still said the same thing. It was a great game of football. We took our chances. And it was quite a balanced game, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. I think the as I say that it, you know, and I think Chris, I said this to you at the time, or or to George or someone else, in that when we um, when you guys levelled it up at one all, I thought, okay, we we're in trouble here. Because it looked as though you guys so were really going to seize that. the initiative. You know, you come for you know, if we were at the bar before you'd scored, and it looked as though it was one of those moments in the game where the momentum was really starting to shift. You know, um, I can't remember who it was. Um, who was wearing number eight at the weekend? Um, Moines. Is it Ken Moines? Because yeah, um, he, he was starting to pick goal. up a lot. I mean, obviously scored but he was starting to pick up a lot of space you know so it, it it was it sort of had all the signs really that that we were starting to lose control and then five minutes later you know mickey parcel spots marcus up the field you know absolutely whack oh did he oh he spotted him did he he didn't just hoof it straight up there yeah, yeah okay well i'm i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm defending my player there I, I, listen i'm i'm not the one that made the pass but um you know whether, direct, whether direct pass, or, direct pass. But yeah, even just you know. before that, the, the keeper's done like a half-hearted header up into the air. It didn't really go anywhere. He was sweeping up. And he went straight to yeah, it. It's like one on the half volley, straight over the top, in between three defenders, yeah. somehow. It's something you see at Hackney, <laughs> see at Hackney Marshes, not at, um, yeah. not, not, not at your ground, anyway. It's anyway, probably the most direct goal we, we have scored and will score all year, if, if that's... Uh, it won't be any solace, but <laughs> you know, I'm really but it, hoping. It, it, I'm know. really hoping I don't see another one against us like that. Yeah, that was that was unfortunate. No, was, that was unfortunate. It that was, one. It's a bread and butter goal. That one. Um, but yeah, you know, and and from there, obviously, we we kind of got a third and, and managed to see it out. But um, yeah, you know, we're we're on a we're on a decent run. Um, I mean, you know, Whitehawk aside, that's four wins out of the last six. I think. Um, the only defeat came at Hornchurch, and even then we we gave them a run for their money. So 
it, it's still looking good. You know, we've got Chatham at the weekend and I, I hope I'm not I'm not eating my words <laughs> by the time I come back from Kent. But, um, you know, we're, we're in a good place at the moment. So I can't complain at all. When we go, when we play Hornchurch, we give them our forwards. <laughs> it's a, it's not just you at the moment. I've, 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 I keep calling everyone. Everyone that mentions Hornchurch to me, I call them the Hoover because they, they just, they do, they, they Hoover up all of the, all of the best players in the league, all the free yeah. agents. They got, they got John Rene at right back now, who was with us last year, and you know they're just, they're relentless. They're a machine. They really are. So. Um, it's it's one of those. I think Worthing Worthing ran away with it a few years ago. I think Hornchurch are very likely to go the same way this this year. So um, yeah, we need them out of this league, don't we? We just need to get rid of them. I just think <laughs> just let them have it, and then just draw a line under it and just get rid of them because they're just you know they're so it's like like you say it's like Worthing, isn't it? They yeah. probably they've got a squad that's national south really. So I'll be glad when they're yeah. gone. Well, either either draw a line or. Go on, go on, I was going to say we we they signed uh, Tyler Christian Law from us, and I think that if they put him on the pitch, it could go pear shaped. So you never know; it could be he's a counter agent. <laughs> can you imagine him, Ben? Kev, can you imagine him like lifting the trophy after what he was like at Hastings? Can you? <laughs> it'd be it would just oh, just a he's shocker. A, he's, a, he's the sort of bloke that would drop it, really. <laughs> really, was it? Was that because like, I thought I thought when he took? I mean, obviously I. You know, I sort of <laughs> haven't followed them as avidly as you guys. But I, when I saw him take the armband for you, like, I thought, oh, he's, you know, here comes quite a senior player. But um, I, I had no idea he'd been so uh, bumbling. It, it, it shouldn't have been a captain's armband anyway. It should have been uh, something else. But, <laughs> you know, well, anyway, we, we, think we, we think is we, it's sort of thing you discuss afterwards when someone's left, but we was discussing it while he was still in the shirt. Well, sort of. <laughs> He was he was an Enfield youth teamer, so whatever it whatever it was that he picked up, I hope it wasn't too much. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm very surpri- I'm very surprised he's ended up there. That's for sure. We'll but see. there you go. That's his football. That's his football. Um, right then, well we can move on to Hastings now. So um, other than the Enfield game, we played uh, Carl Shorten and uh, we handed them uh, a four nil drub in. It was an absolutely fantastic game of football. Um, ma- massive standouts, obviously Adam Lovett, John Ufer, who you. Obviously played fairly decent against Enfield. Um, I was interviewing David. Is it David Square? You know, who does your yeah. match day commentary, and he was saying that he, mm. he thought Ufer had a really good game. He also thought that you lot played passing football. So I, I just <laughs> Give <over> Chris. <laughs> just you know, <laughs> I would just beg to differ on that one. But anyway, um, no, no, I'm only I'm only teasing. But like. The standout, we had some standout play, uh, performances. Got a fellow back on who was an under 23 who, who went to, was he, um, we, Derby signed him, wasn't it? Jack Bates, was yeah. it Derby he went to? Yeah. Yeah, just sublime in midfield. Um, who do we else? We've got Sam, we got Sam, Sam Gale from Gillingham, um, young, young defender because, uh, our other defenders gone on a birthday, I don't know, break or, Week or is he? What, what, did anyone have any idea? Is he like in Ibiza or something? Where, where, where's our Where's Jason Ferenc gone? Um, well, I, I just know obviously it was, it was it was it was his it was his birthday, but he was told he was unavailable. Well, I was told he was unavailable for this weekend coming. I don't know if it was his birthday celebrations or he's just unavailable because he's away. So yeah, so we'll find out. Find out. Um, well, we won't find out next Saturday now because Horsham have obviously been reinstated back in. So our game doesn't take place. Starting out, we've got um, Velocity Cup on Wednesday, don't we? So we'll find out if he's in the squad then. 
Oh, is it Wednesday? Uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday, I think. Yeah, sure it's the 29th. So, yeah, so 4-0. Um, just a superb game of football. Um, I'm not going to speak anymore. Kev, do you want to talk about the 4-0 win? Well, I, I mean, as you say, we, we do, do were some great performances. But, uh, and I said it about us recently, I'll say it again. I, I think it was a good all-round team performance. You know, it's like, you know, with, with the, um, as immortalised in song, you know, the one-touch passes, really. And everybody cheering, anybody, anytime, anyone just passed the ball just because we were bored by it, because we were already 4 0 up. But um, yeah, cracking performance. Um, but, you know, as ever, it's, it's got to be about um, consistency, hasn't it, really? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my powder dry for the time being. It's nice to be in inside the playoffs rather than outside, but it's early days. So, uh, oh, yeah. The league will shake up, shape up differently at the end. But I mean, John Ufa was just unstoppable and scored Stunning. a Stunning. ridiculously Stunning. good goal at the end as well. So, um, uh, Ben, any thoughts on the game? Uh, worst performance of the season, without any question of doubt. I think on the back of the Enfield game, I thought, um, as I said to a, a few of you, you guys, we're going to hammer someone soon, whether it be at home or, or wherever, because... Uh, Signs were there, Enfield, that um, we we could stick a few past someone, and um, yeah, we 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 raised the bar again after Enfield, and and it was um nice to keep a clean sheet at home and um bang a few goals in, but look really convincing and solid. Apart from the first two or three minutes, which was a little bit of a hot potato back there. By the time we walked around behind the goal, it was um we started to find a stride, and yeah, it was, it was um really really good, pleasing performance. John Ufer was just. It's got to be one of the quickest in the league. He has to be one. He must be. He's rapid. He is rapid. Always he's, un- he's unbelievable. Um, yeah, Adam Lover. He just he just makes everybody else tick. He's in. He's, he played well at Enfield as well. He's, he's been consistent since pretty much since he's come back in. He's got better and better. He's probably as good as any midfielder in the league. I'll be surprised if he, if there is anyone better. Um, there's no bias, obviously, but he is just a complete. Player and everyone um, thrives on it playing with him. So, um, but yeah, it's brilliant, wasn't it? So great Tuesday night crowd, bit of noise, um, encouraging performance, clean sheet. Um, but we look solid. I don't think Charlie really had a, a save to make, to be honest. And no. yeah, and you think they're just just below us? Um, I don't think they're on a bat a very good run of form though, are they? Up to that, I'm not sure of their results, but but they're still up there. In the league, but like like we've all said, this league can change around in a few results. You put three or four wins together, you're probably in the playoffs. Don't matter where you are. Um, That's true. But yeah, we can't can't, can't grumble. But, but we've um we've hit, we've set a standard now that we've um got to meet that and, and raise the bar again. Hopefully on Saturday against Canvey, which will obviously be a tough game. Well, I can grumble right during this game. Right, I got punched on the nose by a fellow fan. <laughs> Blood everywhere. <laughs> As I'm trying to celebrate, I'm running along. There's <laughs> blood come out. Yeah, Ricky, just shout for Ricky. Big shout for Ricky and Terry. Uh, Ricky uh, didn't mean it. Uh, apparently, he has been paid money by several people to do that to me. But um, just as I'm celebrating, punch clean on the nose, blood everywhere. That's why he's had so many pints. Is because everyone's bought him a pint. For yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. he was pretty. He, was pretty <laughs> he couldn't steam. walk. Could he? he was steaming, wasn't he? So he was pretty steaming. To be fair, so you, it might have been a few little. Uh, Little backhanders stroke uh, three pints flying around for him to do that. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's how hated I am. Um, 
But that'll teach you for running off like a headless chicken. Yeah, but you know what, Mike? I'll start running about than I am silly. Um, well, you need to go up to Hornchurch around that running track a few few more times. <laughs> <laughs> you can get around ours as well if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about yours. Yeah. Your, theirs is worse, though. At least they tuck one end of their stand standing behind the goal, which makes it decent. <laughs> yeah, have, have, have that stand there, but no. Um, yeah, Chris goes a little bit nuts when a goal goes in. He doesn't know where he is, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, we, we picked it up as well because George on our, um, he's the cameraman in the gantry, he's he's put GoPros behind the goal this season so he gets the additional angles. So it meant that we, we had a multi-camera view of uh, of all of you lot going absolutely nuts. <laughs> ben Moyd, ben, ben oh yeah, they're good. Then. Oh yeah, I spotted those. They're running away. They're, they're quite good, aren't they? Those little... yeah. yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's not very good for the hairlines and stuff though, like mine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're, is your, you've got a problem with your hairline. Mate, this is about the only dig you could have at me. So you, you just <laughs> enjoy enjoy your moment. Oh, dear. Well, talking of enjoy moments, uh, Stan is here. Hello, Stan. Hey. Hello. Hey, are, you, are you from the Lewis Supporters Club meeting? Or have oh. you been informed about what's going on there or anything? No, no. I did not go to that. Uh, oh, are you a splitter? I... Are you in a different supporters club then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just forgot about it. To be honest, I was I I came just came home from work. I, you've actually saying that's just uh, reminded me that it was tonight. <laughs> I think I was gonna go. It could be one vote. This could be the difference between whatever's going on. Mm, yeah, mm. with what? 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 I don't know. I tell you, it's, 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 you tell us. Oh no, I didn't know that they were just having some sort of presentation, and they're talking about where the when the money's been spent on. Etc. Um, no, yeah, no, I'm surprised none of my none of my friends either um, spoke about going to it either. I completely forgot about it. To be honest, my head's not been really with it. Oh, okay. Today, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I, I was saying, stand the ban. Um, so Lewis Clam has been uh, taken off Twitter at the moment. Yeah. Um, any idea why? Uh, no. Nothing said about Dulwich. Uh, it's not a Dulwich related <laughs> incident. Any no. hate crime towards I mean, Dulwich? I've done a lot of investigating, and uh, the the list of things for it to be a permanent ban is quite extreme, and I really can't figure out. Someone must have been offended by something that I asked oh. out. It must have been. It's Tony Russell, Stan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope not. You, well, but, no. Um, well, Lewis, you can't like certain tweets, can you? I know that one of your directors had to go. Didn't he like a wrong tweet, and that's a to Yes, yeah. I don't know if it was directly because of that. In the statement they put out, he said he was um, leaving anyway, but that um, mm. wasn't good. Those tweets weren't good that he was like in terms of the club's uh, sort of outline ethos. Yeah. Um, no, it, I, I haven't liked anything weird or. <laughs> well, you don't know it's anything weird. weird. I, my my little uh, funny little <laughs> things. I thought a white orc fan must have listened to the podcast for. Oh, yeah, well, I you report him just for the choke of it, but they wouldn't do that. I don't it, think anyone would do something it, like that, to be honest. But. Well, I was thinking it could have been that time when you said about that Lewis is the biggest or the top side in Sussex. I think <laughs> yeah. that could have been it. Cause well, I, you, know, I, you know, it could it's be. a strong statement, which I don't know if it's bearing up to... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, five games is five games, and you win some and you lose some. So, uh We'll we'll see in five games time, mm. but it's. I yeah. mean, how many games have Hastings played? Sixteen. 
Yeah, we've played a lot more than you. I'm sure you haven't you yeah. only played twelve games, haven't you? We've played twelve. Which is, yeah, we've now finally can focus on the league, and it's uh, it's a bit. You won in the the Phoenix Cup, though, didn't you? Yeah, we've still got that. Um, and when's the, the next game then? Uh, in two and a half weeks. Yeah, okay. I'm going to Belgium in uh, Monday the 11th. So oh, nice. it's gonna be great. Um, say say hi to our mates at Everham. Ah uh, yes, and who then Phil got uh, next? We've got the holders next on Tuesday. You got uh, Skjold ah. from Copenhagen. So uh, yeah, no, we're welcoming them on Tuesday night. Very exciting. I can, yeah. I can tell. Listen, it is. It's uh, you know we got yeah, hoping hoping to have a few uh, few surprises on the night as well. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, our game was really like, it was a great atmosphere, and also the Oslo um, players were just really up for like making it quite an entertaining game, and the keeper kept like interacting with the crowd, so it was really a really fun night. So I hope in Belgium will be the same, but I just hope we start winning by then because if we continue our run at the moment and we go out there, it's going to be quite a bit of a weird uh, <laughs> feeling to be honest because it kind of feel like do we deserve this? <laughs> I don't know. In it to win it, in it to win it, Stan. Exactly. exactly. You know, might might help your league form. I mean, losing to Whitehawk, um, that you can't be happy about that, can you? That was uh, probably one of the worst afternoons I've had in a while. Um, yeah, it was really tough. Um, so we went one 0 up, and just before our first goal, we had a like Stonewall penalty that wasn't given, and we haven't had a penalty in twenty one games, which is a stat that I found out we haven't had for. Over- years um little lewis stats for you guys there and uh <laughs> yeah so um then all of a sudden they just put a ball over the top or then they've well, been watching later. their infield tapes that's what it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was just it was just absolutely diabolical shit and um then they just got an absolutely rubbish penalty and it's 2-1 and then they score a screamer and it's 3-1 and then the whole second half our entire team just were slow and weren't the effort wasn't there. I was really livid, and you know it's a Sussex derby. You know I don't know if it was the same when Hastings played Lewis in terms of the. Well, I wasn't there, but I know that everyone, including as you, yeah. you said, Ben, it, when we had Mr. Barnes in charge, that it was a similar atmosphere, wasn't it, Ben? You were saying. Yeah, it just didn't feel like a Sussex derby. It was um, flat. We we weren't working hard, and it seems like Lewis weren't doing that second half. Felt like. It was a little bit of a, a Barnes side. Yeah, could yeah. Barnes be assistant manager? Could could this be? No, sorry, go on. Go on sorry. No, it's just you know, it's um, it's sometimes sometimes we play like Barcelona, and we're knocking the ball around, and we score these great goals, and then sometimes it's second half against Whitehawk because like the motivation isn't there, and it can be really frustrating. And it's been like this for years now, and like you get completely new teams, and it's it's still there, but. You know, I I don't know why, but you know, I have faith in them, the whole management and the players still, because we get a lot of good results still. But you know, this can't go on for much longer. Um, I mean, it, it's fine if it does still, but it's like if we want to make top five, a couple more defeats, and it's going to start to look less and less likely. You know, this time, I think last season, the first uh, when we were went to Hastings for Boxing Day after that defeat, we were thirteenth or fourteenth. And after that game, we were the, the joint best team in the league, second half of the season. 
and we still missed out on the playoffs. So how I see it is that if we continue to be have mid table form until Christmas, it's just you know we're not going to make it again. So so what uh, we, you sound a little bit Lewis a bit rattled here. I mean, um, well I wasn't at the Wingate and Finchley game the week before, and that was concerning as well. You know, it's another home game that you know Wingate Finchley been good this season. Um, by the looks of things, but you know we're at home and we should be beating them. But you know, again, it was just another sloppy, sloppy conceding. But um, yeah, to, for Whitehawk, it was just you know Whitehawk weren't amazing. Fair play to them for winning though, because they were fully up for it. But you know, I think their pitch, you know, they're very familiar with their pitch and how to win on it. But um, <laughs> you know, it's I don't know. we've got a lot of games in hand now to make up for it. And if so, yeah, you got you got Aaron Gay. Aaron Gay on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Can so anyone what, give me some scouting information on that? Because I don't know what to expect, really. You're, you're, you're more than likely going to score many times in the last ten minutes. Um, <laughs> you cool. know they they can't they can't hang on if they if they have a lead they can't hang on to it. Um, yeah. You know, but no, you 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 should be beating them really. Yeah, well, that's the that's not, the thing. That's not what... a bad outfit. But you know, yeah, a, a team. we yeah, were lucky against them. They should have beat us when we played them. It was that game when we scored in the last couple of minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the two in injury time. Two in injury time. We should have lost that game and yeah, we won it. Please, so. please, that change. We had that on the opening day as well. We were 2 0 down to them and they looked like they were absolutely cruising until the last 15 minutes and somehow we just pulled it out of the bag. So, yeah, they just, <laughs> they just can't see something through. Yeah, no, they can't. The other way around. I don't oh, think they're. Oh, I don't dear. think they're a bad Sorry. side. I don't think they're a bad side. I think they're pretty. They're pretty uh, established in the league, aren't they? And they, they generally uh, look pretty solid. Solid, but just just seems to just run out of for the last twenty minutes. Well, yeah, that could be interesting. They, <laughs> they are such a pesky team, though, because it doesn't matter where they are in the league, they will always save their best for Enfield because we're, you know, they're just up the road, so they will always always save a performance for us. <laughs> and and for 88 minutes, uh, when we went to their place earlier in the season, for 88 minutes, they were far and away the better team. I mean, don't get me wrong, we were playing with, I think, maybe five or six genuinely fit players because the rest of them were absolutely shot to pieces. Um, but they went 88 minutes, and then all of a sudden, whatever happened the last five minutes, they just let us back into the game and we equalised. So, you know, but no, you should... Uh, well, Margate-itis, that's what it is. Yeah, well, we say we do it the <laughs> other way around. We... we... <laughs> Pinned them back, and then in the eleventh minute of the five that was added, um, they oh. they managed to pull one back. <laughs> Ouch! Well, yeah. Canvey, Canvey, Canvey. Right, we got Canvey on Saturday. So, John, are you going to be able to make it down to the game? Yeah, no, we're on the fun bus down there on Saturday, oh, so should be a good one. we'll see you there. I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Um, I'm I'm very confident. I'm sorry, John, and I know it's probably the death knell for everyone. I I, I do think we do well. I mean, how do you think you're going to get on? It really depends on what side of ours turns up. I mean, we can be so Jekyll and Hyde at the moment. But, you know, I mean, I'm always always trying to be confident wherever we're going. So, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see us give you a good game. I mean, the games last year were quite good affairs. So, they follow yeah. that similar sort of fat. And then, yeah, should be a good watch if you are, well, <laughs> you're not banking on someone to win. But, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, no, it should be a good game. Uh, thoughts on anything, Ben? Ben, Kev, anything on the game on Saturday? Well, you know, current form. I see no reason why we can't have this. I'm just having a quick look at the at the, at the form. Um, it's not a lot in it, but you know, I, I see no reason why Could we can't have it. We're putting Definitely the passes together. We got the finishing. 
I think we'll have you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while yeah. we're back on meetings, we've got the star man back for uh, Saturday because he did play on Tuesday night, um, our boy uh, Evan Squassie. I mean, we've missed him massively a couple of games this season, but he did play on Tuesday and he got himself a goal, but he looked a little bit... I'm not, I'm not sure whether he's quite back 100% yet, but even if we get 20 minutes out of, out of every season turn a game, so yeah. I'm hoping that might be the ace and hole. Yeah, well, I can cry about that like, on Saturday with you, if that's the case. <laughs> so long as the beer's gone, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if, if, we played the, if we played the game six, seven weeks ago, you'd have... You'd oh, absolutely. 6-0, you... Yeah, it could have been anything. Um, but yeah, no, got to uh, keep the standards from, from Tuesday night now mm. and uh, raise the bar again against against <laughs> you. I think it'd be a tougher game than what, what it was on Tuesday. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty confident. Take a 1-0 anyway. Well, uh, David's has got, still got another 20 goals to score this season. So hopefully one or two from him. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't forget listening to... Well, I always love it when I hear Lewis fans moaning. Please listen to the, the episode, episode two of um, yeah, the Lewis Clamour. What, what, has it got a name or is it just called the Lewis Clamour? It's got a name. It's got a name. I, I've, it's the first one with a name. Episode one was called episode one. It's called episode two, A Puddle of Sausages. Um, it makes you think. Makes you think, yeah. Makes you think. It's got something to do with Whitehawk. In fact, both things have to do with Whitehawk, really, on the, on the day. But uh, yeah, it's uh, got a bit of moaning. It's also a lot of like funny things as well and not just about Lewis Allegedly. about Lewis being Premier teams and football in general yeah we try and cover a lot um, but there is yeah you have to get through the Lewis stuff first so yeah. it's, it's only short though as well isn't it it's only like 25 yeah. minutes yeah so it's but, not like this thing which goes on for two hours ever but, <laughs> uh, but that's me I'm old I love I'm a long play yes albums oh, I love it so love it, anyway uh, go on Kev so you could it. get a one-match ban, mate, if there's any w- w- naughty words there. Um, no. no, f- no f- <laughs> thanks for all of you coming on. Uh, Kev, Ben, Terry, Rob, Gabs, John, see you at, um, on Saturday, John. And, of course, Stan, um, see you whatever games you're going to. So take care and thanks for coming on again, yeah, guys. Take care. Well, that's it for another episode, SBTS fans. If you want to get in contact with this podcast... The email is humcpod at gmail.com. The Twitter, which is sbtspod. Otherwise, go to the YouTube. Over three and a half years of content on there. There's so many other ways to listen. However you get your podcasts, we're on all platforms. Or go to the link tree, which is sbtspodcast, uh, and subscribe. It's all free. Remember, get yourselves to a game and support local football, whoever and wherever you're watching. And apart from that... See you at the game.